anybody takes away anything from the story, it's that, you know, it is a story of failures. Embracing failure is the way that you get to amazing. Welcome to the Novant Health Inside Remarkable podcast, an inspiring glimpse at how 30,000 team members are building, creating, and delivering Remarkable every day. I'm Lindsay Hawkins. If you believe professional and personal lives should not intersect, then you haven't met Dr. Victoria Keene. She's a clinical physician executive at Novant Health. She leads Odyssey, the onboarding program for physicians and advanced practice clinicians. She also practices at Lakeside Family Medicine, Mooresville. Dr. King goes by Tori with a Y. I'm trying to think of something catchy to say for that. Like, hey, you know, um, I'm about the Y, not the I. So, um, yeah, or there's no I in team. So um, I, that's, that's how I'm, I'm thinking about how I might socialize that. But right now I just let it go. As she detailed her life story to me, in between meetings and seeing patients, even the most personal moments seem to always connect back to the work she does at Novant Health. And we discovered those moments by going back to Tori's childhood in a small one-stoplight town called Bethel, Connecticut. Lived in a farmhouse on the hill. Yes, um, an 1800s farmhouse um, that my parents restored during my childhood. And part of my childhood was raising animals. Um, literally, like Green Acres, um, had a four-acre farm. Had none of the cool farm animals that I wanted. You know, I wanted horses and cows. And I ended up with chickens and pig and sheep. So um, my first deliveries were actually in the barn at 2 a.m. with my dad because our sheep would have babies. And I was fascinated by the animals and the science of that. When she was in high school, Tori decided she wanted to focus on people instead of animals. My grandmother was one of the first women to go to medical school, be accepted to medical school at Johns Hopkins, but she went and um, helped out um, in nursing for the war instead. So she became a nurse. Um, my mother was a nurse. So we have this long history of medicine in the family, but my mom really, you know, as, as I started to talk about medicine, I was like, well, mom, I'm going to be a nurse, you know, like you and Grammy. And she just looked at me and she said, and why couldn't you be a doctor? And, and, you know, with that question, it's like, well, why not? You know, why couldn't I be a doctor? And so really she was the spark that spark led Tori to go to Syracuse University for her undergraduate degree. That didn't mean things would be smooth sailing once Tori made the decision to pursue medical school. She took the MCAT for the first time right in the middle of preseason for field hockey. And so that resulted in me having a horrible MCAT score. So I actually had to take a year off reapply which for me that's the first time I, I would say I've failed many times in my life but that was one of the early failures that was like one of those defining moments where I had never you know done poorly on a test that I prepared for it felt awful I mean it felt like my world was collapsing in that moment you know having been so committed and so passionate and not having it turn out and then having to tell everyone, hey, the plan, like my plan is not happening, you know, in that moment, but I didn't know what it was. 
you know, that in that driven space, you know, in always pushing and wanting to be the best and wanting to contribute and wanting to be seen a value that I'd never paused and thought about, you know, hey, you're not always going to be the best. You're not always going to, you know, get the A. You're not always going to, you know, get whatever it is that goal you're shooting for. But in that moment, what matters is being kind to yourself and saying, like, that's okay. Um, and, and actually pausing and looking around you and realizing that there are people around you that are telling you that's okay and that failure is not the end. It actually can be the beginning. Tori says she spent the next year moping, and she also attended a post-baccalaureate program at the University of Connecticut, where she really wanted to go to med school. Made some connections there, worked in a lab, took some coursework, took integral physics, which is like physics without numbers, which, by the way, is my personal definition of hell. Um, so it was a year of growth, but it was also a year of, um, I would say, um, reflection and a pause and a lot of uncomfortableness of you know redefining okay who am i really how much do i want this why do i want this so it really was my first step into the work that i do now around purpose and around you know my why as a person and my core like who who am i really you know and what defines me what what is what matters most you know is it the A or is it the relationships? And so it really, it was, it was a time of, I think, paradox. You know, there was a lot of personal pain and there was a lot of discovery. And ultimately there was a lot of momentum that came out of that year that then took me into med school and beyond. The following year, Tori entered med school at the University of Connecticut. During med school, Tori got married and the newlyweds eventually moved to Charlotte for her residency. Oh, it was it was like diving into a very murky pool <laughs> without goggles. I think I have never been so terrified in my entire life as I was on some of the rotations there. Um, I just remember um, showing up, and I think that was my first um, foray into the realm of the not knowing. You know where. I mean, all of our training focuses on knowing the answers. Um, if you don't know the answers, then you are either stupid or you know haven't worked hard enough or maybe a combination of both. And so in those moments, having that turned on its head and realizing, I don't know the answer here. Oh, and by the way, if I don't know the answer, I might actually either hurt someone or someone might die while I'm trying to figure it out. You know, I remember doing a code in the ICU. It was one of my first rotations, you know, in the intensive care unit. And literally one of the nurses just looked at me and she said, maybe you should give some epinephrine. And I looked at her and I said, I think I want to give some epinephrine. She said, yes, would you like to give? And then she gave the dose. And I said, yes, I would like to do that. And really, that was one of those moments, you know, one of those defining moments. I mean, I can still remember what it felt like and realizing in that moment that I was only as strong as the people around me, you know. And so as I, I've taken that forward with me. Lindsay, like that, that to me has been one of those inflection points that, you know, in healthcare and where we're going in medicine that, you know, well, it may not be as comfortable as 
being the knower and being the person that leads the team and is the only team member, um, I've just realized the power of, of the collaborative. You know, I could have chosen to um, embrace the failure in a, in a way that defined me and say, you know what, this isn't the right path for me, it's too hard, I, I, I can't do it. Um, or I could choose to say, hey, okay, well, this stinks, you know, and I probably would use another word, but we're in a podcast, so I'm not going to use the other one. Um, we're, you know, that, and I'm going to take this and I'm going to, I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to ride, I'm going to use it as a launching pad. In the midst of her last year of residency, Tori got pregnant with her daughter, Amelia. Had her in November of 2006, um, and in January of 2007, I left my husband because he had an affair and had led kind of a double life through the first year, and maybe longer, I'm not really sure, and it doesn't matter, but you know, through this time of having my newborn and then one-year-old and so again had to had found myself in this crazy situation where wait a second this was not part of the plan like my plan was to get married and be married for life you know my plan was to be the the you know perfect daughter the perfect doctor you know, just started my new job with Novant Health. I was at a family practice. You know, so you, so it is it is this these moments of realizing. You know, wait, I'm now the first person in my family to have ever gotten a divorce. Hmm, it's taken me about ten years to actually be able to say that without feeling like this deep visceral energy. Tori says it took more than her own will to keep moving forward as both a mother and physician. I would say I got through it because I had a lot of people. I had a team that supported me. I had a strong faith. Uh, I had a mother who came down from Connecticut and lived with me for a couple months. Um, I had a sister who um, was there, you know, came over, supported, um, even as she had her own family of young children. I mean, she had two children at that point under the age of three. Yeah, so it was um, not something, even with all the grit that I had learned growing up, it was not something, I mean, it took me to my knees. Um, and it wasn't something that I would have gotten through if it hadn't been for them. The journey ahead also meant a healthy dose of self-reflection. So it is, it's almost like the last 10 years have been about um, the rediscovering myself and forgiving myself and, um, and actually having the, the, um, the core to, the, to stand on and look outward at others and say, okay, you know, how can I now be more intentional about you know, reflecting some of that energy out in a positive way um, and helping to, you know, bring others along. And at the same time, it is like that not knowing, like, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, you know, and, and maybe for the first time in my life, I'm actually okay with that. There seems to be a theme we've been talking about, like making the right choices. I think that was so important to me growing up. Um, and yet what I've realized is sometimes in the mistakes or in the path that I wasn't expecting, you know, was, was the true path. And so if I, if there's anything I could share, and by the way, I'm feeling extremely uncomfortable sharing this right now. And I want it to, I want it to transform, you know, so maybe, you know, story has a, has a power to transform the way that we think. 
um, it, it connects us in a very deeply human way. And so I hope in this story that if anything, it's that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not know what the right path is. And it's also okay to be kind to ourselves. You know, that maybe that's where it starts. A delay going to med school, not having all the answers in residency, a marriage ending. Those are defining moments in Tori's life, moments that have now pushed her to focus on her purpose and to use the lessons she's learned to help others she guides in Odyssey, where she teaches about mindset and looking for opportunities to connect with people through their own stories. It's been wild. If you told me that at the age of 43, I would be a, you know, a physician executive, um, helping stand up a new practice through the lakeside transition, um, a master swimmer, and a Y soccer coach for, you know, the eight and under and the 10 and under, I would have told you you were nuts. Oh, and that I was married a second time. You know, so again, the, the me of, you know, 2000 and, oh my gosh, when did I start med school? Oh, like 1999. Oh, I feel old now. 1999. That the me of then, if you had said to me, this is where you'd be now, I would have told you, no way. Uh uh-uh. uh. And yet, when I look back, I wouldn't change a thing. And so I think that's, um, that's my hope for maybe my legacy for this, this earth is, you know, and the people that I've come in contact with is that, um, maybe to be, um, someone who inspires people to um, look back on their journey and be in a mental space that they don't want to change anything, that they see the value in the highs and the lows and the things that didn't turn out. Aspiring for perfection will only get you so far and in the end it might actually hold you back. Embracing failure is the way that you get to amazing. Tori has now had two more children with her current husband, Eric. She calls him her anchor. He's the person that pushes me to be the best version of myself um, and holds me accountable when I'm not, uh, which, you know, I'm a handful. He's just taught me so much about um, life and about relationships. And um, he came up with a quote that is like one that we now share in Odyssey, which is that your best is good enough for today. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Novant Health Inside Remarkable. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts.